so to go on to the final like discussion of like what is going on with like the whole like should it happen should it not happen xyz blah 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 transfer window you know teams need to make their money and a lot of teams i'm wearing a benfica hat right now because i you know we were talking about transfers benfica uh, yes over, the farm yeah, team yeah well benfica's made over a billion dollars in the last 10 years fight them they've literally made over a billion dollars in the last decade on transfers I when know, you say fight them, do you players. mean the guy that owns benfica or the everybody that plays for benfica like all at the same time who am i nope, fighting not, not how it works not how it works. Not not how it works, not my friend. Works. No, basically. He told I'm me to fight them. Who am I fighting before it's, I? It's decide. a pyramid. One oh. person. So, on so at, before every game at the Benfica Stadium, there's an eagle that flies around the stadium. Kyle, you have to chase down and fight <laughs> the eagle. Underneath the wings are just thousands and thousands and billions and yep. millions of dollars. All right. So I'd, I'd like to start this one off. So, well, so basically, to quick sum it up before Dre starts is. What should happen with the transfer window? Some of us want the seasons to end. Some of us want us to rush to get the seasons done, get these last couple games in. Now, this is for Europe and MLS. This is across the board. A couple big and a big topic, and I know Dre's going to jump into it. Transfers are transfers are going to happen. Like whether the transfer window is only three weeks or if the transfer window is two months, like it's a usual tradition in the summer. What happens with low knees? Like, what happens with players on loan whose loans end at the end of June, but now their seasons might go into July and August? Do these loans get terminated? Do they get extended? How, who pays for what? Because it's all about the green, you know, green pieces of paper that we all kill each other for. So I think that the transfer window will remain the same, most likely. There's probably not going to not every single league is probably going to finish their season but i think it, it might not start at the same exact time like usually what starts in may or june i don't know exactly when it might start a week or two or three late but i think we will still have like at least a you know eight or nine or ten week transfer season for sure definitely the months of june july and probably august most of august and well, probably all of august i think we will still have a full transfer window i don't see a way that teams can kind of get around that everyone's always in the market for players looking to pick up new talent offload players about low knees that's a little bit harder to say with you know teams that have a low knee player that like replace an injured one or something like that they may not care as much but if you picked up a low knee and he's like you know the star player on your team they might want to be like, oh, hell yeah, we want to keep them. Or like, can we get them, you know, for the rest of the season or for the next season since we, you know, didn't get to have them this season? Like, th that might become an issue. But I definitely do see a full, long, extended transfer season, transfer window happening, especially if the seasons get canceled. There's nothing else to do but, you know, trade players left and right. The one interesting aspect of all this is I think prices are going to tank, which in a way, is a good thing because I think we were in an overinflated market with transfer prices starting to regularly go Tot above 100 Tot million euros. Tottenham wanted 200 and something million dollars for Harry Kane. <laughs> go fuck off. Who do you um, think you are? Who do you think you are, Chelsea Clinton? Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I think that's going to be the one interesting thing that uh, the prices are probably going to go back to what like I think is more normal and rational. As opposed to, you know, at this point, um, I could sell for $3 million on the European market, you know? So, <laughs> um, 
Um, that that's my analysis on that. Well, that's that's exactly it though. So my the the question we have here is it's just like. I think it's a very good point. And over the last couple of days, there's been a little bit of back and forth with like the Jaden Sancho transfer rumors with Man United. Apparently, like at one point in time, Dortmund wanted almost $120 million for him. But now I'm hearing reports that with everything going on, United wouldn't ask for anything or United wouldn't pay anything more than 85 or like 85.90 in that price range. And apparently Dortmund aren't against that. Like, it looks like at this current point with everything going on, it looks like these teams might just take whatever teams offer as long as it's kind yeah. of in the general ballpark. Like, don't get me wrong, I don't see Man United coming in and offering them $30 million and them accepting it. But oh, like, not a shot. Not a shot. But like, I mean, you look at that, that's... If they accepted it for thir- like $90 million, that's... 35 million 30 35 million dollars less than it originally like was projected to be you know that's something that's a very big deal because that's 30 million dollars i mean today's day and age 30 million dollars is a very good young talent you know it's it's just interesting a lot of good players with 35 million dollars in today's day and age you can get half a player for $35 million. You get one of Lionel Messi's toes for $35 million, <laughs> but it's not in his left foot. You either get his right index toe or pinky. Not Shit, I'd, I'd pay $20 million for a lock of his hair. If I plant this in the ground, maybe another Lionel Messi will grow. I think more realistically, though, it's going to be a case-to-case based on what happens league-to-league. I think in... I think if the league doesn't come back at that point, there's no point in doing one. You might as well just wait and do your normal transfer seat transfers going into the uh, end of the season, like normal. And um, I think which could be the case with like, say U S soccer, especially, well, I'll say at this point, I think U S has a good, a better chance of playing closed stadium and finishing a season than Europe does not to be that guy. I just think that's true, especially since you have like the big money makers in the U S baseball, hockey, all that, like wanting to do it and they'll throw out money to do it. So there might be something to go off of by the time we get there. Who knows? Yeah, well, we're also ahead of the curve because Donald Trump, came out with this brand new amazing thing where we're just going to inject ourselves with bleach because that's going to make me I mean, I've, been doing, I've been doing it for years man I've been doing and it we're going to inject ourselves with bleach and sunlight but then it goes I, into another question if you're going to continue the season do you do the transfer windows as windows as normal so say you're not playing but the transfer windows here so now well, I think, we've I only think played three games we don't know what we need yet we might be okay we might not let's do it or right. do you adjust them to fit what would have been in the well, new season, you know, which what I mean? would have been like I a halfway mean, point or well, something. I look at it like this. You can complete. So you can't play games sitting from the boardroom. If I'm the chairman, like the head chairman, general manager, whichever, whatever you would like to call it. I can't do like, you can't play soccer from an office sitting in a, an office by yourself, but Dre, like I could just use this Dre currently right now is Dortmund and I am currently man. I am what? Right I, now. Leave me alone. I, so, I, I, I am not Dortmund. <laughs> I'm using this as like theoretically. So basically we can Skype call Jaden Santos transfer. 
that can get done with us just sitting on a computer looking at each other without us ever having to leave the comfort of your home or office. So it's really like, I think transfers can still get done and transfers should still get done because that's also how business is made. You know, you also look at it like Manchester United can make jersey sales on Jaden Sancho, even though Jaden Sancho never plays a minute of football this year. Like if that deal gets done before the season's ended, like let's just say, because the Premier League season's expected to go past June, but the transfer window starts in June uh, or July, I'm sorry. Basically, you know, you look at it like if the transfer window starts before the season ends, if Jaden Sancho comes to Manchester United, Manchester United can still make jersey sales on Jaden Sancho and Dortmund can still make money off of the transfer deal. Everyone is still making money. And as long as everyone is still making money, I think that should still be allowed to happen. I think the transfer window should be allowed to be open. But the MLS is a different ballgame because the season has just started for us. Yeah. And technically- my whole point with that is you don't know what you need after two games. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like you're you might but approach that- it differently. I can yeah. honestly see a lot of coaches and managers saying, you know, we have a good roster. We don't know how they're going to play. We don't really need anything. But at the same time, transferring is a way to make money. So you're not going to give us that opportunity. And at the same time, you look at it, though. I mean, like, I'll use Atlanta United as an example. Atlanta United, their superstar, and Joseph Martinez went down with a torn ACL, but he's recovering extremely fast. And by the time we actually have MLS soccer again... He'll be back. (laughs) He'll be back. So you don't even... Like, even if you had a guy with a major injury, and no one's picking up major injuries from the, you know, comfort of their apartment or home or... You don't know. You don't know. All right, well, I mean... Yeah, maybe something blows their back say, out having sex or something. Yeah, I swear, if I hear a news report that Florian Velo tore an ACL in his kitchen, I'm going to be so mad. That would be the knock most metro on, thing ever. Every, every, <laughs> single, every single person here knock on something. And at the same time, if you're a Red Bull fan, you knock on your closest piece of wood. <laughs> I swear. I yelled at Dre for making this joke weeks ago. I'm yelling at you, Kyle. If this shit happens, it's all your fault. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be. In, in the two games you've had, Velo has played fucking amazing. But follow yes, me here because yes, this he is the luck that... The last that... thing I need is for him to tear his ACL. He has no ACLs left to tear. They're both surgically repaired. So follow me here because this is more likely to happen. Because our, our whole luck is just not there. So I think... See, we got through the first three games. He was fine, and then they're going to have the whole offseason. And unlike Joseph Martinez, where he, he's going to be okay by the time we come back, like second game back, once everything's over, then he's going to do it. Kyle, stop talking. <laughs> it's just how this works. It's just how this works. Okay? Seriously, it's, it's not wrong. And we're going to sign Reese Bachmaster back for some oh reason. Oh, my and then, God. Kyle, I swear to God, I will leave this chat so quick. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just don't hope for nice things anymore. So actually, a a good point Dre brings up, and he brought this up the other day, was Alexi Lawless, you know, because we all love Alexi Lawless so much. Actually, you know what? I haven't hated Alexi Lawless as much as I usually do. He's actually been making some pretty good points on his podcast, so I really can't, like, hate him as much as I usually do. But this is an opportunity where the MLS can get on the European schedule. Is that something you would be interested in as an MLS fan? I mean, I'll go first. I think it'd be great. I think it'd be cool because 
there's pros and cons to both. The pros are we're at Red Bull Arena in February. Um, that's a pro? No, that's a con. Oh, that's what I thought. You said it's a pro. No, that's a con. A pro is now we get to share a transfer window. Like our two-month break in the summer is like everyone else's two-month break. So like our transfers mean just as much. It's not a mid-season trade. Yeah. It's an actual off-season acquire. Here's, and you have here's a, a counterpoint, though. Hold on. Hold on. You have two months to do it, but the only bad side is, like I said before, you know, for teams, you look at Portland, Seattle, you know, you have New England, you have us, you have teams in the northern regions of the United States. Yeah, the summers get pretty hot, but I don't know about all of you. I would rather sit at RBA when it's 102 degrees outside than it's 10 degrees outside. But Matt, you realize RBA is I'm not about that. Dump. I'm Remember not about the smell that. Just that for the fact that we were there, there for three to four hours before that. That doesn't matter. Days. They're shutting that down. Yeah, they're yeah, shutting they, down the dump. The state had to come in and be like, no, we're shutting this dump down. It's bad. Yeah. But no, the, the counterpoint is, you know, okay, Justin and I, both huge hockey fans. What would we watch in the summer if there was no MLS? You know, well, the football that, season runs September to February. Negative. Hockey oh, runs October to, so. to like, you know, May or June. You know, basketball runs same thing as pretty much hockey and, and, and whatever, and NFL. Like, what would we do in so, the summer? That's like, actually that's, a very that's good kind that's, of, The MLS kind of fills that gap for us. That's yes, actually Alan, a, that is what. That is a very good point because I appreciate the MLS more because when my European season ends, when Manchester United's done, when Benfica's done, when all the teams in Europe I support are done, I know I have a whole summer of MLS action to look at. But the one negative to that is Europe doesn't care. When Europe schedules their international breaks and the rest of the world must comply, the MLS is there to suffer. How often have we seen Red Bull players in the middle of a season have to miss multiple games because the U.S. men's national team called them up? Oh, good. Now we don't have Aaron Long for four games because he's too busy sitting on and the And Tyler back. Adams. Well, Tyler Kamar Adams Lawrence. is no longer our... What's a Kamar Lawrence? Haku left a know. couple of games. I don't, know. I don't know what a Kamar How many Lawrence. games was he out due to internet? That that was awful because oh, it was all of them at the same time. time. I have I have other problems with Kamar Lawrence. I'm not Kamar talking about Lawrence. that. I'm only talking about the games he missed because of this. Because uh, well, of what we're talking about. But but that's exact. But that's exactly it. When the rest of the world goes on international breaks, it doesn't bother their league. When it go when these teams go on international breaks, it affects the MLS. The MLS has to sit there and watch your best players now go play for country in meaningless friendlies for no reason whatsoever. While your MLS team, you're in the middle of a hectic schedule. You know, that's a week where you have three games a week where you have a Wednesday night game, you know, in Cincinnati. And you know what? Heck, I could really use Aaron Long right now. I could use an additional center back or, hey, I don't blame Aaron Long for not wanting to go to Cincinnati on a Wednesday. I'd much rather be playing against Mexico. But but no, but that's not the point. I know the MLS game is meaningful. The international friendly he's playing is not meaningful. So that's where I'm saying, like, it makes no sense. I think it would be beneficial, and I agree with Alexi Lawless, that this should be the opportunity. This is your one and only time, MLS. Get on the European schedule and stay there. I agree. For me, at the end of the day, there's more 
pros than cons. You're not going to lose people to meaningless games, like Matt said. The the, the transfer windows are going to line up. All these good points that got brought up. But I think the one issue, and it isn't just what to watch during the summer, the one issue I have with it is, like, me, me, Matt, and Dre, and us guys might not care. We might be at Red Bull Arena no matter what month it is, who cares? But not everybody's going to think that way. I literally bought a 200... Well, my fiance got me it as an engagement slash Christmas present. Like, she got me a $300 L.O. Bean jacket. I can't get cold now. So I'm 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 in it for those 10-degree games in February. Oh, like, dude, yeah, especially I'm, after I'm, this whole I'm, nonsense, I'm, I don't I'm, care. I'm, 10 degrees, I'm, tailgating. I'm, Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's Thanks. fine. If, listen, if I'm drinking a bottle of something, especially a bottle of Jameson, I can't be doing that for four hours at a 109-degree day and then go into a game and expect to be completely fine. You're going to have to drag me out of there. Possibly dead. Listen, everyone has those days. I've, <laughs> I've been dragged to and from Red Bull Arena, I'm sure. There was a, there was a time we tailgated in the parking lot. where. There, yo, Dre, like, face-planted against San Jose last year and just didn't get up for a couple seconds. Like, <laughs> it's, you know, when, you're, when your brain's, like, buffering, you ever see that, like, the loading icon? That's what was happening. So, Six you know, the Apple, the Apple loading logo came up on Dre's head, and Dre was just like, just give me a minute. Like, no, just no, give me a minute. buffering, buffering, okay. Slowly get a, up. No, there was literally a time at a Red Bull tailgate. I fell asleep in the back of Justin's car for like an hour because I just drank way too much, way too quick. And I was like, oh, if I'm going to be okay for the game, was I need to the away game last year. No, that was a home game. No. I forget what home game. I remember you sleeping in the car while we were waiting for a bus for some reason. No, here's what I remember. I definitely remember there being a couple of like Chivas or Guadalajara or maybe Santos, whatever team we fucking played in the CONCACAF. Oh, God. Where we showed up and we got out the car. We stopped tailgating. We're like, nope, it's cold. And we sit back in Matt's car and sat in the car and drank in the car oh, yeah, with we, the oh, heat on just because it was so fucking cold. 100%. This so was like, fuck like, it. When it's five degrees outside on a Wednesday night in Harrison, New Jersey, and the wind chill makes it feel like negative 10. No, excuse me. I'm going to be drinking beers from the comfort of the inside of my car. And there is nothing you can do or say that's going to make me change my mind. Look, it's still doable, but we got to swap out our tailgate equipment, right? You don't bring tents to block out the sun. Now you get those propane heaters that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You yes. just got to swap out what you're bringing. Dude, there's like portable fun. igloos. We can get like a portable igloo Instead and just of... pop on the back of the bed of the truck. So, so I, I, we can talk about this off the podcast, but let's talk about something on the podcast. <laughs> I think these MLS teams actually bring in a lot of good attendance during the summer. Kids are off from school. You're able to bring the family. If you're a husband with a wife and kids, this is your way of getting the whole family out to your stadium to go do something. Yeah, Basically, you look at it. If taking the summer out of the MLS, so you're taking you basically you're taking your June, July, your August away from the MLS, is that going to hurt attendance? Now, unfortunately, I don't have attendance numbers in front of me. I have nothing to like uh, compare. Let me bring up my numbers. Um, it's not good. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not talking Red Bull. I'm just talking about MLS in general. I'm going to the VAR and I'm looking for MLS in general, but um. Basically, do you think it would hurt attendance switching to the European schedule? Uh, I think it I, would. 
I think it would, but at the same time, I don't think it will. Because I think if you're going to get those MLS diehards, they're going to come out, like like Kyle okay. just said. Those like supporter said, sections are going to be there, rain or shine. Yeah, you think it's die, die that's hard? not going yeah, no, to matter. I was about to say, supporter sections are going to be filled any day of the week, but it's those, state, it's those seats all the way on the upper deck, those $20 seats all the way upstairs, you know, we're using the Red Bull as an example. They need to fill those seats because to be that's fair, the they can't fill them on an 80 degree sunny day. So what's the difference? Shots fired. No, but it, it's true. If you're on that European schedule and during the summertime here, you know, there's going to be kids off of school, um, teachers off in school, stuff like that. And they'll be able to become season ticket holders or just go to games simply with their kids here. Or every now and then. I literally can't get my fiance to come to a game unless it's in the summer. So um, same. Oh, same. Uh, is it sad to say I'm okay? Oh, Alex, 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 all right, so we are going to, basically we we talked about a lot of different things and I think everyone across the board has made a a lot of good points. I mean, shit you know, sucks. I mean, this does this, a lot of the shit does suck. I think we've we've all made very good points and honestly, I'm happy with all of our answers. I don't think anyone here gave like a, a, a crazy answer that didn't make sense. And you know what? Good 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 on every single one of you. Now. We're going to transition to the, like, this is like a fun question. This is like, you know, I was thinking about this the other day and you know what? We were talking about Sunderland till I die. A lot of soccer okay, fans absolutely sure. love Sunderland till I die. It's the most depressing Netflix series you can watch. And when you find out, oh my God, this is a real team that's going through these real struggles. You, you It hurts you a little bit heavier. The question I have for the group, if you could change Sunderland, basically, if you could put a different team, a different sports franchise in there and why, it doesn't matter the sport, it doesn't have to be soccer, but what sports franchise would you put in there and why? Ryan Robin, let's do it quickly. I mean, we, yeah, I was about to say, I'm, like, I'm, just I'm, tell I'm your... First. I'm first. Um, I didn't know that it was any sport. I did pick soccer, but if I could give a quick side one, it would be like some weird video game league just to see where that would go but <laughs> no coming back to to like a replacement series like let's say like like Sunderland I would like to go back to like the original days like the, the beginning of MLS um and looking back at like the OG 10 teams I could say Metros and be that oh, well, guy I think, but I think, I'm not, I'm not gonna no I I think that's a good point the original Metros because that's depressing because that's yeah, you know well, it, it's see, a team that never teams the teams that never could Kyle, what what are you thinking? Instead instead of Sunderland, what depressing sports franchise would that you? That wasn't even my out? answer, Matt. Oh, what was your answer? I'm sorry. I said that I'm not going to use the cop out Metro answer. Look, here's Matt cutting people there off. It is. Big shock. I heard Ron Robin like, fire this off, so I'm trying to get this. I'm trying to All get right, a I'll, I'll get, No, my 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 actual choice would be uh, LA Galaxy, honestly. Galaxy. They were, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, like, then that's. I mean, I'm an OG guy from Cali, but that being said, they. Won the Western Conference their first year, lost to DC, huge team in the MLS. I think there would be a really good story, honestly. 
And you know what? That's actually a pretty good point because they, they have a lot of previous success, but the last few seasons, they like, they didn't make the playoffs last year at all. Or at least I don't think they did. I don't think they did. Yeah. I think they fell short, but like they have a lot of things to talk about, which are like high points, but at the same time, they don't succeed on the field. And I feel like that brings them down. That's Has this that, become that, one of those LAFC got a TV show and ESPN where's ours? <laughs> so Kyle, you, Put on a shirt. That's number one. But number two, yes. if you could replace Sunder with a shirt in four months, he's not going to start today. If you could replace Sunderland, so instead of Sunderland yeah. till I die, what sports team would you put? Don't there say Red watch? Sox. Don't say Red Sox. Nobody wants to watch that. That's just horrible. Okay, good. Come on, we all had to watch Fever Pitch. We all had <laughs> Justin's to watch like, I want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, nobody Fallon... wants to watch. Nobody wants to watch. Get somebody get beat up for eighty six years. I do. <laughs> Justin's like, how, how do I get front row tickets to the show? But no, to make it quick, I'm going to go with a cop out slash maybe. Don't say it. Maybe weird answer since they're newer, but um, I think along the same lines, I think uh, a Red Bull one might be interesting, but um, no I'd actually go with no I'd actually. Either. But I'd actually go with um, NYC. I just think a documentary in that style about like their search for a stadium and how the league keeps letting them down would be kind of an interesting story. I think it might be just as moving in different ways. Kyle, I, I can send you a couple of documentaries about the homeless issue in America. I, they already exist. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> No, I, I was being not real not for like five no, minutes actually, without you know, being you know what? Screen, $17 hot dog I actually know I, I, I you know what I 100% agree with Kyle like this is a team like could you imagine there was a lot of hype coming into the league like hey you know brand new team in New York we teamed up with Man City and uh, the Yankees we brought in via Lampart and Pierlo like there's a lot of hype and then there was just a nosedive now they did have a very good year last year but immediately crashed and burned in the second round of the playoffs. So it's, I think that would be an interesting thing. And then the, you know, the whole fact that they don't have a stadium, I think that also, you know, that makes a pretty cool story. Uh, I'm just going to go around the circle. I see on my Skype, Justin, if you could replace Sunderland, a very depressing franchise, what, 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 who are you replacing? Like, what Netflix series do you want to watch about a depressing sports franchise? Oh, uh, sports franchise? I was going to say myself, but sports franchise? Again, it could be any sport whatsoever. It's going gonna, gonna to be the Rangers, dude. It's going to be the Rangers. <laughs> because it's it's going to be a long 20-some-odd-year yes. uh, recap documentary of tear-jerking close moments and not getting there. Here's uh, the highlight of all the times you cried. Enjoy. Yeah. If they could just replay the entire 2012 series versus the Devils where we beat them in the Eastern Conference file Finals. Did you guys I'd get spanked against LA in the Stanley Cup that year, too? Yeah, but you know what? We made it to the Stanley and Cup. And then we got to the Stanley Cup a couple of years later against LA, and they spanked us, too. Yeah. To be fair, Dre, we could have one about the Devils, but it'd pretty much just be images of our front Road office door. staff Road for door. two hours. So, Dre. So, Dre. Sunderland Till I Die. Really upsetting series about a team that almost can, but never can. Trying to get back to the Premier League, but can't. Three. One. First one, non, non-soccer. Cleveland okay. Browns. That'd be oh, fucking hilarious. I would 100% that would be on. on. I would, Die I would, hard fan base. Die hard fan base. Super Bowl four consecutive years. Can't win shit. I don't care what you say. 
Kyle and I would watch a series about the Cleveland Browns. I would watch it. I don't even I want to watch a separate. Watch. Yeah. I want to watch a separate series about Baker Mayfield. That's all they I want to watch. That might <laughs> Dude, be a better a train wreck than Joe Exotic. Uh, Number what? two, the Browns Number got a movie. Two. Wait, the Browns have a movie? With Kevin Costner. The fucking drafted movie. It's actually yeah, pretty much cool. like the Browns, yeah. it didn't um, do well. No, no, not a fake movie though. I want to watch like a real. I want to watch a real documentary like, style. Yeah. Like, I want to. I want to see the disappointment. A Netflix see, original series. Yeah, I want to yeah. see the okay. hope and dreams of people in Cleveland. I want to see the hopes leave their eyes. Uh, so like, Oakland I want, Raiders deserve a, a the so, Raiders fans on that one. Number two, number yeah. two. This, the, the next two are both soccer related. Um, one, this is for all the, the OG fans who've listened to every episode since day one. Um, my Ukrainian team, Karpatovic. Uh, uh, of course. <laughs> of course. Um, How can you not? They are still officially technically in the Premier League. And you know what? If there's one country I would not mind canceling the season with no pro-rel, it's fucking Ukraine. Because right, right now, Karpata is dead last, last out of every single team in the Premier League. So there's no... Rel pro uh, rel, uh, relegation promotion in Ukraine. I will be a happy camper because we get one more year in the top flight. What's that team again? Um, it's called Karpate. They're from uh, my hometown in Lviv, in the western Ukraine. And my most serious actual answer, and that would be in Germany, seeing Hamburg. They oh, were yeah, the I, dinosaurs I of the league last year. Was the first time in the you know 40, 50, I think it's 60 plus year history of the Bundesliga. They were the last team that had not been uh, relegated, and they finally went down to the uh, second Bundesliga. And the last match of the season was a huge emotional moment. I'm not going to get much more into it, but that would make a great series for sure. No, honestly, like watching the fans like i remember watching that final game like they were already relegated like it didn't matter if they won or lost the last game like they were already relegated like the fans almost burned the stadium to the ground because this is like the first time ever they were relegated mm-hmm. and even like, teams like Bayern yeah. went down dortmund went yeah. down it, the last team was hamburg all right so i'm gonna finish it up not American football, not European football, not baseball, not hockey, not tennis, not, not golf. Cricket. We're going to go to the NBA. We're going to go to a franchise that's literally a walking joke. And we're going to talk about the New York Knickerbockers. Oh. That's right. The Bro, Knickerbockers. What sport is that? <laughs> it's Carmelo Anthony's fault, okay? No. No, so we're talking we're talking about a team that so the New York Knicks are a team that literally has the most money. They have the most money. They have they like and and it's it's a crazy to think that even the cheapest seats in Madison Square Garden are two hundred something dollars to go see a team that barely wins ten games a season. But this is a team that can't get to the playoffs. Continue to bring in consistently good players after good players after good players can't make the playoffs. They tank to get the number one draft pick. Can't get the number one draft pick. All the best free agents don't want to go there. James Dolan, who is the owner of this team, literally runs fans out of the stadium by kicking people out because they voice their opinions. Spike Lee, who has been a season ticket holder for the New York Knicks for the past 20, 30 years, literally canceled his season tickets because James Dolan yelled at him because of an entrance he came in. 
Spike Lee pays almost fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year for his season tickets. He sits front row. He's been sitting front row for the past twenty years. James Dolan yelled at him because of an entrance he came in. Dude, when someone's paying that amount of money to be a season ticket holder for your failing franchise, he could come through the sewer system. I don't care. Like, it just the whole franchise is a joke, and they shouldn't be a joke because they make so much money. I think a behind-the-scenes documentary of how bad this franchise is inside and out and how bad the culture is, I think would make for some entertaining sports movie thrilling. I don't know. That's it. I have nothing more to say. Go Dallas Mavericks. Okay. All right. Uh, Justin. Uh, I guess that's going to take us to our uh, last and final chit-chat of the night. As always, we talk about what pisses us off. Picks us off? Sure. Whatever. I'm going to start, and I'm feeling super happy after today's executive order because golf courses are open. (laughs) So everything else doesn't mean shit to me because come May 2nd, I get to go play golf. Just make sure you wear your mask. I'm not wearing my mask. So they have this concept where you, if you're going to take a cart, you have to walk or take a cart by yourself. And then when you put the ball into the hole, they actually cork the hole. So the ball doesn't go in. So you don't touch the flag or anything, but just to get on the uh, golf course is going to be insane. A lot of people are going to be hitting their best golf games because they're corking the hole. (laughs) How you you doing? How you doing? No, see, Dre doesn't get that. Justin gets that. I got it. Someone else go. I mean, or I'll go. I don't give a shit. Try go. I think I think Matt's ready. Okay. I mean, I, all right. Well, what's pissing me off this week? It's not more pissing me off this week. It's more of like what's disappointing me this week. And what's disappointing me this week is unfortunately mm-hmm. the coronavirus has won. It won. That's it. My wedding officially is in the process of getting rescheduled. Ah! My, my, my honeymoon. My honeymoon. My honeymoon. I am three beers deep. I am. I'm gone. <laughs> lightweight over here mm-hmm. um you think drinking every single night during this pandemic would make me a better drinker yeah basically my honeymoon um is in the process process of getting rescheduled and if you that think, i'm not surprised about but the yeah. wedding yeah that's so news. if you think scheduling a wet or planning a wedding once is fun oh, wait until you have to do it all over again except this time you already know who you want but you got to configure a date Kill me. Kill me slowly. <laughs> you hey, are being no killed one, slowly no right now. No one said you had to propose, Matt. You chose this. Perfect timing, dude. If there was ever a time... You ever hear the the, the old uh, Southwest commercials, want to get away? Yeah. yeah. I want to get far the I fuck away. All of this. Oh, my God. These smiles are false. I'm dying on the inside. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Uh, Dre, go ahead. Take it away. All right. What what's pissing me off this week? Honestly, I haven't had that bad a week. It's it's been pretty all right. Dre, I had to from, think of Dre, anything. You, you work from home. You stay in your pajamas all day. Yeah, you're like, like I said. I can't yeah. I can't really complain like that. It's I honestly like if 
if my job's like, hey, you don't have to come back. You can work from home going forward. I would fucking be the happiest fucking person. The walk but from the, the walk from the fridge to my bedroom is really far. The most difficult walk is waking up. Or the most difficult thing is waking up early enough to make myself some tea. So when the alarm goes off, I'm like, okay, do I get up now, make tea, and I'm ready to go to work? Or do I sleep in and join the meeting like three minutes before it starts and I'm like hella tired? Yeah, it's, it's Alex. A, He's gotten really good at rolling out of bed like three minutes before that meeting starts. Yeah, but then I have no tea and I'm there for like a minute. You know, it sucks. But but no, what's what's pissed me off is that like. Is if it's, you freak, it's if you freaking say that you, that answer, but like I just fucking Chris miss Ar- sports. Chris, I Ar- I miss sports. I miss soccer. I miss hockey. At this point, I'm watching. So, so I've uh, I've already go. so I've already watched uh, ultras and now I'm on the English game and it's pretty good it's it's you know it's scratching that itch but not as much as going to a game or even watching one but um, I do like the English game so at least I have that going for me but yeah I'm just pissed off that I can't watch sports live sports yeah <laughs> seriously the boot dude the Belarusian league. Get your shit together. Get ESPN I was to in, fly. I was in Belarus last summer, and I I tore. I didn't do a tour of a stadium. I was outside one of the stadiums in Minsk. Pretty cool stadium. Great. Do you but, realize how much money? Like, do you realize how much Belarus, money? Come on. If, you, if you're gonna keep playing, at least get some TV rights. Oh, you could have oh. had a month and a half of being the only soccer league in the fucking world. That's money. Oh. People would this pay is, for that. This is just like a theory here. If we get someone from Belarus to just live stream a game from his phone, is that enough? Can I can like I think I'd be set okay up with a, that. Set up like a page, set up a Patreon account or like a Twitch stream or yep. something. Yep, that's it. So <laughs> I, how much you want? 30, 40, 50 bucks for live soccer? Fine. Here you go. PayPal. Da, 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 da. Done. Okay, cool. Give me live soccer now. Alex. So that's what, what is, I got. Alex, what's pissing you off this week? I mean, I'm also kind of working from home and everything's I guess okay. Uh, but honestly, the only thing that's really making me mad is the weather this week, like upcoming week and last week has been very rainy here in New Jersey and shitty and cold and shitty and cold. So I haven't really been able to go outside, ride my bike or really do anything outside of this house. So, you know, I'm feeling that I'm feeling those four walls real close. Yeah. Yeah. They're closing in. Does anyone ever, did anyone ever remember the band Reliant K? No, unfortunately. Uh, Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, there's there's a music video they have where the walls are literally closing in as they're playing, and I was like, that's how you I mean, feel. You mean You're suicide bad. You silence? Bad. Suicide silence has that music video. Mm. Wait, what? What song from Suicide Silence? The one where I'll he yells I'll, I'll send. I'll send it to you. Oh, the one where he screams. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that one. And the, Kyle. It, uh, it's the one with the blast beats. Yeah. Yep. Oh, the blast beats. The blast beats in the Suicide oh. Silence song. Yes, 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 yes. I now know what song Super. you're talking about. Hey, Kyle, finish it up. What pisses me off this week is a mixture of two different things. Number one is the sudden realization that one day our massive streak of Matt mentioning his wedding on every episode will come to an end. By the way, we should keep count on that. It's going to end the episode after his wedding. <laughs> yeah. And number two, Rise the bill for my wedding. Damn it! I thought you would stop talking about this. And number two is the fact that I have I have been back at work for two goddamn days, and I already had the first Karen of the year. Oh god! Can't even be at work for two days. 
without dealing with a fucking Karen. People aren't leaving their house to get things they need, but somebody needed to leave their house to yell at me. Yep. Unfortunate. Kyle, just so I'd... unfortunate. Kyle, I would... Should have just put the bricks back, man. You should have just put the bricks back. I would take a bricks. poop in the middle I know, of the back. I'm such a piece of shit for not doing things that aren't in my goddamn job description. You bastard. Kyle, I would just leave my house to just scream good nothings at you, too. I wish. <laughs> All right, kids, now I want you to scream real loud at my ass. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> oh, no, I think Justin's right. And on I that I think I'm right. I think I'm right on this one. Uh, shout out to the uh, employees at Chick-fil-A, because technically you're not really essential, but God bless you guys for being there yesterday. And uh, told they're food provider. Yes, they're they are food providers. That was delicious yesterday. That sums it up for episode 11. Thanks for joining us. Uh, uh, Bye. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Post and Pints. If you want to join in on the conversation or follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, that's at Post and Pints Podcast. And remember, the banter is free, but the beer is not included. Drink responsibly.